Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. It's Tuesday, September the 15th. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Dover's former MP is starting two years in prison after being found guilty of sexual assault. Charlie Elphick had denied the three allegations made against him but was convicted by a jury back in July. At today's sentencing hearing, the judge told the 49-year-old he was a sexual predator who used his success and respectability as a cover. Charlotte Cornell was the Labour Party candidate in Dover at the last election. It's obviously a uh, traumatic day for a lot of people, uh, an important day, and I was pleased that he received a custodial sentence. I think when you're in a position of power, um, the law can't be applied more lightly to you. Now, I'm not a legal expert. I I think uh, people were very hopeful of a custodial sentence, but also very fearful that sometimes the system lets people off. And I think the system didn't let him off. It did hold him up as an example of what happens when you break the law. And I think that was important. I think people are satisfied it was custodial. Some people will say it should have been longer. Of course, for the families involved, it's very traumatic in very different ways. Um, I, I think it speaks volumes to the public. Sexual assaults happen um, every day. There are hundreds of sexual assaults happening on men and women up and down the country. And I think the women that came to speak out were incredibly brave and provide our uh, other women and men will stand on their shoulders and come forward and publicly ask for their cases to be brought to court. And I think that it sets the example that people shouldn't be afraid to come forward when crimes are committed. It's um, the victims need our support, the, uh, the support of the system and confidence that the system will deliver a verdict uh, for them. And I think that confidence was, um, shown to be well placed here. Charlie Elphick's fall from grace was complete today. He's lost an awful lot and his victims have had their lives changed forever. And I think it was important that the justice was seen through and I think it was important that a custodial sentence was imposed and I hope that the victims can take confidence from that and begin to rebuild their lives knowing that they will have encouraged other women and men to speak up. I, I think If good can ever come from a horrible situation like that, it's people looking at those brave women and thinking, yeah, they've given me the confidence to speak up to. The attacks happened in 2007 and 2016. Elphick has been ordered to pay £35,000 in costs and will be on the sex offenders register for 10 years. A spokesman has confirmed he will appeal the sentence. On to Brexit news now and a confidential government document has warned of queues of 7,000 lorries in Kent after Brexit. The reasonable worst-case scenario report has been drawn up by the Border and Protocol Delivery Group and predicts delays of two hours on Eurostar trains as well. It also raises concerns about whether an IT system for hauliers will be ready in time for the end of the transition period in January. Meantime, it's emerged Ebbsfleet International Station is going to be used as part of Brexit preparations. Kent Online's local democracy reporter Kieran Duggan uncovered this story. And Kieran, this site has been used for COVID testing most recently. Yes, that's correct. Ebbsfleet International Station has been used as a base for coronavirus testing since the end of April. But staff were told last week, completely out of the blue, that the facility would be shut. It was seen as a strange decision at the time because it had capacity for 2,000 tests, 15 of the workforce lost their jobs, and at a time when the government 
continues to come under fire for problems around testing accessibility, which to be fair is principally caused by a backlog in the labs, it seems strange to shift it all the way to Rochester. It's now come to light from a leaked document by Kent County Council sent to Kent head teachers that the reason is Brexit. That will cause some controversy because there are clearly major issues around people being able to get a test in the county. Some residents have already been told to go to Scotland, 470 miles away to Edinburgh, others told to go to Wales, which is nearly 300 miles away, despite the fact there are largely empty sites at Manston Airport in Ramsgate and in Ashford. As you say, this all came from a leaked document. Have we had anything official yet? The government have responded after being pressed on this issue. They confirmed that the regional testing site at Ebbsfleet Station has ceased operations and a new regional testing site is operating at Curtis Way, Rochester. They say that the relocation will allow the network of COVID testing sites to continue operating as long as they are needed. In terms of the role that the Ebbsfleet Station site will play when it comes to Brexit, it's still a little bit unclear. A lot of references in their statement are made to the vast amount of investment the government has pumped into infrastructure around border checks. So I think we can safely assume that it's going to play a role in that sort of way. A final decision on this site and what it exactly will be used for hasn't been made yet, but it is is certainly being considered very, very heavily. And what I was hearing on, on the grapevine was that it will be able to hold up to around 80 lorries a day and it will be through a booking appointment system only. Kent Online News. More than 100 firefighters have been tackling a warehouse blaze near Dartford. It broke out at the Optima Trade Park on Thames Road in Crayford last night. At Kent Online, you can see pictures of the flames and thick smoke billowing into the sky. Meantime, a huge fire at a Kent Animal Park has left an enclosure badly damaged and a red squirrel unaccounted for. The blaze broke out at the Wildwood Trust between Herne Bay and Canterbury yesterday afternoon and investigations underway to work out how it started. A man's become the first person to be charged in Kent with refusing to wear a face mask in a public place. The 30-year-old was stopped and fined by officers at Bluewater. He was also arrested and is accused of assaulting an emergency worker. There's been another big rise in unemployment across Kent as the coronavirus pandemic continues to hit businesses. Ollie Kemp joins me now and has been looking through the figures. Talk us through them then, Ollie. Well, Nicola, after a brief decrease in the numbers in June and July, we've seen another rise in people claiming unemployment benefits across the county. In August, more than 72,000 people claimed. Now, that's not only the highest this year, but figures haven't reached this level since January of 1994. So we're talking about a 26-year high in the number of unemployed people across Kent. The highest ever recorded monthly figure was in January of 93, and that sat at around 77,000. So this month's figures are not a world away from that. And with concerns that the end to the furlough scheme in October will cause more businesses to struggle to pay employees, we could be looking at yet more record highs in the months to come. 
Across the UK, around 695,000 jobs have been lost since lockdown began. And it's not looking at all good in Thanet, is it? Yeah, Thanet has consistently been the district authority with the largest number of people receiving unemployment benefits in 2020, and August was no exception. A total of 8,740 people on the aisle claimed in August, and that's just below the May total, which stood at 8,795. One in 10 people roughly are claiming out-of-work benefits in an area which is ranked as the most deprived local authority in the county. Meanwhile, Medway saw its highest level in 2020 with more than 12,000 claimants. And the lowest figures, which is pretty consistent with what we see every month, are found in Tunbridge and Mauling, with just 3,500 people claiming benefits in August. Thanks ever so much for that, Ollie. A Kent wedding venue is calling on the government to step in and help as refunds to couples top more than half a million pounds. Bosses at Cooling Castle Barn in Medway have given money back to those who've decided to cancel ceremonies altogether, but say there's still a complete lack of uncertainty as to when weddings will be able to return to normal. A little girl seriously injured by a falling tree near Sittingbourne is expected to make a full recovery. Isla Main was flown to a London hospital after the tragic accident in bobbing last month, which killed her eight-year-old sister Maisie. Her parents say she's now back home and they've thanked everyone who helped look after her. Work has finally started on a £24 million trade and retail park near Strood, 17 years after plans were first revealed. Sainsbury's and B&Q were originally going to open stores at the site next to McDonald's on the Medway City estate, but they've now pulled out. Developers say the eight units will provide almost 200 jobs. And the contestants for this year's Great British Bake Off have been announced. They include 31-year-old digital manager Laura from Gravesend. Matt Lucas is joining the presenting team for the 11th series, which starts next Tuesday. Kent Online Sport. Football and Gillingham return to Carabao Cup action tonight. They're taking on Coventry City after beating Southend United in the opening round. Here's manager Steve Evans, who spoke to us after losing at the weekend in their first league game of the season. Listen, I've got no interest in Carabao Cup. I think I said it before the before we played, and I've got no interest. So we will make changes. It doesn't mean that the ones that are left out will play at Wigan. The shots here to grab, isn't it? The shots here to grab, and we need to be better in individual positions of what we have today. Kickoff tonight is at six. Follow Kent Online Jills on Twitter for all the updates. That's it for today, but you can also subscribe to the IM News app to access all KM Group newspapers. Just head to iliftmediasubs.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.